Hi there, welcome to Claim the Stage, a podcast about public speaking and speaking up. If you struggle with saying what you want to say on stage, on camera, or in conversation, you're in the right place. I'm Angela Lucier, your host. I'm also an author, professional speaker, and CEO and founder of the Speaker Sisterhood, a network of public speaking clubs for women. If you want to practice the tips you learn on this podcast, you can check out a Speaker Sisterhood club as a guest for free. Learn more at speakersisterhood.com. Hey friends, welcome back to Claim the Stage. So today's episode is my first interview of 2022, and I could not be more excited to introduce you to today's guest. Today we're talking about a subject that may sound a little bit outside of the month's theme, which is connection, but it's actually very much within the bounds of this topic because we're talking about connection in terms of how to connect with your money story and connecting with your worth and your finances. And my question for you is, are you paying attention to where your money is coming from and where it's going, or are you burying your head in the sand? And I know this is a subject that can bring up a lot of feelings and I want to make sure that we're approaching it today from a place of wanting to be curious, like curious about why do I treat my money this way? Or why is my, why do I avoid thinking or talking about it? Maybe that's not your, your story, but whatever your story is, I'm interested in giving you some new ideas to think about. So today's guest is Danielle Hayden, and she's a reformed corporate CFO and co-owner of Kickstart Accounting Inc. She is on a mission to help speakers understand their numbers so they can increase their profitability and their take-home pay. After spending 10 plus years in the boardroom, Danielle is now in her sweet spot as the owner of Kickstart Accounting Inc., where she helps business owners with bookkeeping, financial analysis, and education, and as the author of the Profit Planner book series. So on today's show, I follow my my new format of three things. So I asked Danielle to come up with three things she would tell speakers they should be thinking about if they want to get to make money and get paid to speak in 2022. So even if you're not a professional speaker, but you've been thinking, maybe, maybe I could throw my hat in the ring and call up a library and get paid to present a workshop, or maybe I could call up my old employer and see if they want me to come in and teach um, a training on something. So if you've had this thought in the back of your mind that you may like to get paid to speak, Danielle gives some really concrete, helpful starting points for thinking about how to price yourself, how to think about money, and how to pay attention to what's going on with your finances so you can make the best decisions. I hope you love today's episode. She does mention a couple of resources in the conversation that I did put in the show notes, so you can go and check those out if you'd like. And before we jump into the interview, I just want to remind you that I have something so exciting coming up next week that I cannot wait to tell you about. So I hope that you tune in next week for my interview with Becky Vish, where we're going to talk about this new offering that is coming from Speaker Sisterhood in March, and you will be able to register in February. And I cannot wait to get into it because it's going to be so fun. And um, I can hope you can hear me smiling because my smile is like a mile wide. And um, yeah, we'll get into it more next week. So without further ado, enjoy Danielle, and I will see you next Wednesday. 
Danielle Hayden. Welcome to Claim the Stage. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm excited to talk with you because we haven't talked about money on this podcast in a few months, and it's just such an important subject, especially when it comes to figuring out how to price yourself as a speaker, especially in this climate where so many speaking gigs are happening online. And the questions are like, how, how do you um, change your rates given the fact that you're not in person? And how do you know what's, um, what's a good amount to be paid for your expertise? So I would love to know, how do you connect what you do and the service you provide and the expertise you offer to money as a speaker, just as a starting point? Yeah, that's a good question. So, you know, I really think of, of speaking um, like any other service that you're providing, right? So uh, you're, you're a service provider. And so um, you, have, you have a team behind you, you have operating expenses, you have, the, you have business expenses. Even if you're not traveling, you still have business expenses that support you, your business, and your your family, your salary, um, and and your expertise. So, looking at I, you know, we always talk about know your numbers, but like, what does that mean? And so, to me, what that means is knowing what your business needs to support your goals, your growth goals, and then backing into that number of of how much to get paid. Right. So, if you want to make a hundred thousand dollar a year salary. Plus, you have other operating expenses. Maybe you have um, a business manager or a team members or VAs that you're paying. Um, everything that you need to in order to run your business, you really add all of that up and know that number, right? Because that's that's the number that we need to get to. So, how many speaking engagements would I need to be able to support those expenses? Um, so, if if you are you know have four speaking engagements next month, that will help you drive into how much do I need to charge by speaking engagement? Rather than you know, another strategy would be like listing out your expertise and list you know listing out um, what that's worth, and you can you can do that through a Google search of 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 what um, you know somebody with your expertise would make. However, that kind of puts you in a box, right? That's that's pretty limiting. So if we can go back and say, what are the numbers that support my goals rather than what the what the industry and what the market dictates? How do you back that up if the client says, well, we have three other speakers who have we that we're vetting for this same speaking engagement, and they're all coming in at say a thousand dollars, and you're coming in at five thousand. So, what? Why should I hire you? giving the answer of, well, this is what I need for my financial goals. Doesn't seem like something that they no. would. <laughs> no, I don't think that you should respond back. With that. <laughs> uh, I think that's where, that's where you are prepared to talk about your expertise. So where else have you spoken? Um, why, like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do for them? What are you mm-hmm. going to do for their audience? Um, I think really coming from a place of service. So how are you going to show up and serve and do it at a higher caliber than the other people who are, are showing up? Yeah. Well, are there any things that you would recommend that speakers do in order to show that they're, I know this isn't really a money question, but to show that they are the better selection for the engagement. If, if they, um, you know, if, if the client has reservations, yeah, I think um, you know, and this is a good exercise to prepare before you even start applying for any speaking engagements. Is really sit down and write out what what is your background, like what have you done, what have been your major accomplishments, 
how have you transformed and changed lives? Maybe uh, think back to a previous speaking engagement or, or a client or a person that you changed their life and really journal out, like, how did I change their life? How was that transformational for them? And you can kind of create like a, like a one sheeter, right? So that you, when you are applying for speaking engagements, you can really speak to the transformation of that audience. And you can speak to the transformation um, that you have helped people go through um, that will back up your financial requests, right? So have that prepared. You don't want to have to do this every time somebody says, well, why do you want that much money? You want to have this ready and prepared where you've already really given this a lot of thought on the transformations that you've, um, that you've contributed to. And then again, I like to lead from a place of service. So everything is, how can I serve you? Right. So how am I going to serve this, this, um, host, how am I going to serve this audience and really, um, really aid in their, like their growth, like, right. What, what is their mission? What are they trying to accomplish by holding this event? And then really speak to how you can help with that transformation. Awesome. What's the second thing you would say that speakers should be thinking about if they want to get paid to speak in 2022? I think it's, um, a lot of work underneath your money mindset. So um, one thing that we hear from a lot of our clients is a lot of work around money mindset. And it's interesting, um, this answer of mine has really <laughs> evolved over the years. I, I came into entrepreneurship um, from corporate, right? I was a corporate CFO. And so um, this, my answer back then was very black and white, like you look at the numbers, you make a decision. And throughout the years with working with hundreds of entrepreneurs, I have found that the answer isn't black and white, right? It, it, there's a lot of money mindset that has to go, go behind this. And so what things can we do to improve our money mindset? Um, what podcasts are you listening to? What books are you reading? Um, what tools are you utilizing? And, and really evaluate that, right? Like your answer could be like, Danielle, I'm avoiding that at all costs. What are you talking about? I read, I read nothing. I listen to nothing and I don't know my numbers, right? Because a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of speakers, this is a tough topic for them. And so um, I think the second thing that you can do is start to embrace what is my money mindset and how, like what podcasts can I listen to? What books can I read to start to strengthen that? How can I start to enjoy looking at my numbers so that I can show up and ask to be paid. So when you're putting a lot of time and energy into developing you as a business owner, as a CEO, it over time, I'm not saying this is going to happen immediately, but over time, it will get easier to start to show up and ask to be paid. Mm -hmm. Are there any podcasts or books you'd recommend the listeners start with if they're not already? Listening? Yeah. Um, so I am currently reading um, Money Magic by Lawrence I'm, I butcher this every time. <laughs> God, look off. Um, there's another one, the psychology of, of money. Um, and then, um, you know, podcasts, I'll, I'll do a shameless plug here, but we do have a podcast uh, uh, called Entrepreneur Money Stories. Um, but there's a lot of podcasts on, on money mindset and mindset in, in, in general. Great. I love that. And I think you're right on in having to identify and connect with what you think about money and how much money you can, you can acquire. Right. Cause yeah. some of us believe, well, I grew up 
middle class. So I just need to make a middle class, um, you know, income now, but it's like, wait, there's so much more potential out there. So yeah, being able to address that is right on. What's your third tip. So get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And so, um, again, the money mindset can be difficult and it can be really uncomfortable for you to, uh, have to know your numbers, but get comfortable with that, right? If you're asking people for money for you to show up and speak, then you have a commitment to them, right? Like as soon as you go into business, I would say you have a responsibility now. So the minute that you decide I am a business owner, I'm an author, I'm a speaker, that, that moment you say that you now have a responsibility to your clients, people who are hiring you, to the vendors that you're utilizing, to the trainers that you're hiring, your mentors, you have a responsibility for all, to all of them. And part of that responsibility is knowing that when you receive that money, that you know where you're spending it and you know um, how to make business decisions. And as you continue in this career of, of, of speaking, that you'll, you're going to continue to improve that process and make the best decisions using your financial numbers. So, um, I know that almost kind of sounds harsh when I say you have a responsibility to it, but I just want people to understand the seriousness behind setting, setting time each week or month or quarter, set that time up with your bookkeeper, your accountant, and make sure that you're meeting with them to look at the numbers so that you can then make business decisions. That's going to continue to support your, your goals and your dreams as a speaker. What if you're a brand new speaker and you don't have the capital to hire a team or a bookkeeper to kind of walk you through every investment or every, um, expense, what would you say people could do just to get started with incorporating this into their days and weeks? Yeah. Um, I do want everybody to be in an accounting software. So QuickBooks is my favorite, but if you're, if you're like, Danielle, I don't even want to buy QuickBooks right now. Like I'm, I'm, I'm at the very beginning. That is fine. Um, I love the concept of a, a dashboard. So the dashboard is a simple tool that you can use in Excel or, um, you know, on a sheet of paper, if you like, like to use planners. Um, but it, has a few metrics, your cash, your credit cards or line of credit, the balance and the availability, who owes you money. So maybe you've invoiced somebody for a speaking engagement, but they haven't paid you yet. So who owes you money and then who you owe money to. So any website development, um, training programs, any, anything that you know, that's upcoming that you're going to need to spend money for the next 30 days and then sales month to date. And I want you to do this every week. One, it gets you into the practice of looking at your numbers on a weekly basis. All of things, these things you can pull without having an accounting software. Um, and it helps you guide your business decisions for next week, right? If I know I have um, a ton of things coming up due, but not a lot of, of outstanding um, invoices for me. So I don't have a lot of money coming in, but I have a lot of money going out. Do I have the availability on a credit card to pay that? Or do I have the sales? Do I have the cash to support that? And then it makes making decisions really easy. If the answer is no, then when somebody asks me to spend money or invest in something next week or the next month, I have to be really, really conscientious about what that's going to do to this dashboard. And if I can, can support that decision. 
I like that as a, as a starting point. It's really simple. And also I think when, when speakers and, you know, entrepreneurs are starting out in a business they're they tend to want to acquire a lot of information, like taking classes mm-hmm. and, you know, buying courses and that can get really expensive. And so looking at it from the bottom line perspective of, can I afford this right now? And how, what's really important for me to get started and then looking at the investments instead of like buying every shiny thing on the internet, shiny <laughs> object syndrome, man. <laughs> I, I, so I do have a 48 hour rule. So, um, every time you want to sign up for a course or, or anything, any, every time you want to make a purchase pause and wait 48 hours, it gives you enough time to reflect on the dashboard, maybe prepare the dashboard, look at your numbers, um, get some time and space between that emotional decision and then sign up, right? Because you're, you're, you're right. When, when you're first starting out and I love how people want to, to invest in themselves and really learn and grow, but there comes a time where we have to stop spending so much time and energy and money in that and really just start taking action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Picking up the phone and pitching yourself as a speaker or, you know, emailing, um, I, this is great advice. And I love that it's a blend of the, um, the facts and figures and the numbers and also the, you know, emotional mental part of it. Cause it is, that's so much what business is, right. It's like, we're human beings who are doing things that are emotional. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, do you have any resources or anything you'd like to offer the audience if they're interested in learning more about the subject? Yeah. So, um, a few things. We have a five-day video bootcamp series. I I know how difficult this this topic can be, and so I invite you to um, to to check out that. Um, you can see all of our resources at kickstartaccountinginc.com. Um, you can find out more about the entrepreneur money stories and the. We have a profit planner, um, a, you know, a daily journal to help you uh, conquer these this money mindset. Um, journey because it's a journey, right? Um, so yeah, uh, kickstartaccountinginc.com. Um, you can come and sign up for that boot camp and start digging into your money mindset. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing some of your expertise. I think it's, it was a, a great conversation just in being able to look at the whole picture of the money story and figuring out, you know, what's important to each person and where they want to start. So thank you. You're welcome. I hope you loved today's show. If you did, a great way to say thanks is to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. It takes around 30 seconds and it's a great way to say thanks. My music was created by Kelly Vogel and the show is produced in the Glitter Closet in Western Massachusetts. Well, that does it for me this week, my friends. As always, stop waiting, start creating. See you next time.